3: Welcome in. Oh my goodness gracious. The year is almost over and it is a funky flashback Friday here on The Odd Couple. Rob Parker along with Alan Lee. Rob Parker. That's right. In for Chris Broussard. And we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studio. Good luck. Thank you Bill. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Wow! TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in this last Friday of the uh, old year. 2022 (coughs) is on its way out. I can't believe it, Alan. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. And then... New Year's Day. You're right. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How about yourself? How you been doing? Doing great. How about the holidays? Everything good? You got everything
6: the, is good. Family was good. The boys uh, home for the holidays. The Young one is. The oldest one's back in Michigan. He still, still he 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 loves Michigan. He loves the changing seasons. Unbelievable. Yeah. So how we, many
3: kids who their fa- parents moved to Southern California? Like <laughs> no no no. I, I'm gonna stay in
6: Detroit. <laughs> What, what, hello, is this on? I'm telling you. No, so we you know we did the Zoom Christmas morning where we got to see him open his present, right? Oh. But yeah, and then he took a picture of the outside for us with the snow and yeah, all that, right? Because they got said, a white Christmas. Yeah, I said, well, you know, have enjoy fun. it, enjoy have it, son, fun. enjoy it. Yeah,
3: Drake is a smart one. I'm, I'm gonna yes, just tell you, your son yes, Drake is a yes. smart one because he goes to school at USC and is one one of my classes uh, as far as. Uh, journalism and everything in the newsroom. So, great. All right, Alan, we got a lot to get to. And uh, first, let's welcome in the Odd Couple crew. We wouldn't be able to do this fine radio program without them. Alex is our engineer. Ricky, don't lose my number, is, of course, the uh, producer filling in for Rob G. And Mr. Steve Steve is on the anchor desk. And before we get there, Alan, um, let's take a moment and uh Chris Bouchard is off this week, mm-hmm. filling in for Chris. And we've talked kind of around it and send our prayers out to Chris. But uh, you know, uh, he was supposed to be off this week for Christmas and the holiday, but his dad passed on Monday. And so we've been sending out love and prayers to the Bouchard family. And then today, Chris had um, – can you see the picture of his dad right there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice, right? A oh, so, handsome-looking guy. Yeah, so uh, Chris put out a post on Instagram, so I want to read this. So people just know what's going on, and you can send your well wishes and prayers uh, to the Broussard family, but uh, here we go. Chris wrote this. I lost a great one on Monday. My dad, Edward Broussard, went on to be with the Lord at age 79 – Though it's uh, a time of sadness, I've ha- I have wonderful memories of him and with him. He was married to my mom, Cheryl, for 57 years and taught his two boys how to be responsible and successful men. The three principles he lived by were love the Lord, love and take care of your family, and have fun. We did them all very well. He did them all very well, I should say. Nothing but love, love. For you, always, Daddy, and then hashtag Father, hashtag Family, hashtag RIP, Rest in Peace. So again, yeah. our prayers and love out to the Boussard family uh, with the passing of his dad at 79 years
6: old, Edward Bouchard. Always a very difficult transition of oh, life, big time. Uh, you know, but you, but you have. I've a, lost both of my parents, yeah, so same, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And you know, every little thing you never will forget. It gets easier every day, but you know, even I was coming in the day. As a matter of fact, and even listening to certain music on the right. radio, things you think
7: reminds back. you
6: back to moments or instances in your life. So you know, it it it, it will hurt forever, but uh, you'll take with you forever the memories and the things that they taught you.
3: No doubt, that's how I always feel the same way.
6: All right, we got some show today
3: for you. We're going to talk with uh, Ben Brown at the bottom of the hour uh, from Pro F- Football Focus. Uh, we'll talk with him. Uh, we got a lot of football to get to as we're winding down. Unbelievable with the season. But we're going to start here. And we also have Lamar Mitchells coming up in the final hour from BetMGM. He's the director of trading. But, Alan, let's start here with the uh, Lakers. Today is LeBron James's birthday. He is what? 38 years old? Is that where we are? Yeah. 38. 38 years old, still playing, Looks season good. number 20. Still has some of his hairline. Yeah, uh, With a little spray paint, but that's <laughs> what I mean. Whatever yeah. you got to do. But but LeBron, hey, it's unbelievable. He's a, a specimen. He's still playing at a high level. He doesn't impact winning as much. He scores a lot of points, but they don't win, even if he scores 30 points plus. But anyway, LeBron should be happy. Wouldn't you be happy? at your birthday, right? But LeBron is not happy. Because the Lakers are stinky, and here's LeBron. As long as
4: my mind stays in it, I can play at this level for for a minute. It's up to my mind. It's not my body. It's gonna be okay because if my mind into it, my, I would make sure my body's taken care of, and I'll continue to put in the work. I'm a, I'm a winner. And I want to win. And, um, you know, I want to win and and give myself a chance to win and still compete for championships. That has always been my my passion. Has always been my goal since I entered the league. I had an 18-year-old kid out of Akron, Ohio. And I know it takes steps to get there. Once you get there and you know how to get there, playing basketball at this level just to be playing basketball is not in my DNA. It's not in my DNA um, anymore. I want to win and and give myself a chance to win and still compete for championships. That has always been my my passion. Has always been my goal since I entered the league. I had an 18 year old kid out of Akron, Ohio. Is this and again it takes steps to get.
3: Yeah, we got it. All right, Allen. <clears throat> can I say poppycock and boulder dash? <laughs> I mean, LeBron. Seriously, like like this is your team. Yes, it is, Allen. Uh, this is your team, LeBron. You put this together. When You're it, the Dr. Frankenstein of this
6: ab- 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 atrocity. I mean, you are. Yes, indeed. Yeah, he wanted Anthony Davis, t- traded, wow, what was like a gazillion guys away to get Anthony Davis.
3: Brandon Ingram, a ton of people. Oh, a ton of people. Kyle Kuzma just scoring 35 every yes, night in Washington yes. now. He got
6: now, now, I did a little research before the show. Okay. And Let me tell you something. The 2018-19 Lakers. This was these were, these were the guys that were on that team. LeBron was on that team. Yes. Lonzo Ball. Okay. Contavius Caldwell Pope, Alex Caruso, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzman, Moritz Wagner, and at Zubak, who plays for the Clippers. Well they these, gave away. Right. And the year before that, before LeBron came, that the Lakers now this is not all on LeBron, right, right. this is partly on the Lakers too. They that lineup the year before had Jordan Clarkson. On their Brooke Lopez, Gary Payton II, Julius Randle, Larry Nance. So here comes LeBron on this squad, right? They decide to move Clarkston and Nance to Cleveland in a trade for Isaiah Thomas, Channing Frye in a 2018 first-round pick. So you've given up Jordan Clarkson, one of the best six men in the game. You gave up Larry Nance. He's blossomed big time in Utah. Very capable player. You let Brooke Lopez walk out the door. He's in Milwaukee. Julius Randle, I remember this discussion. They were like, well, we don't want to re-sign Randle because he and LeBron might clash. He in just went to uh, the Knicks and went to, became an All-Star. Right, in terms of style. So can you imagine a Lakers squad right now that has Brandon Ingram on it, who's averaging 20.8 points per game, Kyle Kuzma, who's having the career-high points here at 21.3, 6 points per game, 7.5 rebounds. Wagner is averaging 12.4 points and 6.6 rebounds. And then you would have Clarkson coming off the bench, possibly. You have Brooke Lopez, 7-footer, who can run the floor, shoot from the outside. Gary Payton, who helped the Warriors. Defensive specialist, tough kid. Uh, Julius Randle, giving you at least possibly double-double every night. Lonzo Ball. Now granted, Ball's hurt. Hurt, right, in Chicago. But even if you have kept that team intact and not brought LeBron on, at some point during that whole run, you would have bre- been able to bring on another superstar. A lower tier guy. Maybe a Bradley Bill might have right. come over. You might have gotten DeMar DeRozan to come over at that point in time. You never know. It would be a drastically different... But the Lakers were in this mindset of, we want to win right now. Right. And when you do that, Allen, you can mess yourself
3: up for a while, and now they're with LeBron. LeBron wanted A.D., A.D. didn't start getting hurt, Allen, once he came to L.A. That was his M.O. That was his history. Yes. Okay? So you rolled the dice with A.D. And all he's been doing is getting hurt every year, except the bubble year when they have four months off. Right. What right? did
6: Barkley call him? Street clothes. Street clothes.
3: Right. And he's the one who won at Westbrook. Yeah. They won a Buddy Heel. Remember that? Yeah. Like, he's a shooter. LeBron needs shooters, yes. but they that Westbrook is a top seventy five player. He's a name, a former MVP. LeBron wants to play with names, not play with Buddy Heal, who played for the Kings, and and I'm, I'm, most people don't know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but but he he fits better, and so for LeBron to say, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to be around this, dude." This is what you put together. You, who are you mad at? Are you mad at because the Lakers haven't given up uh, their their, their twenty seven and 28 1st round picks to right. to bring more players in? Right, like at some point you got to say, "Dude,
6: yeah. what are we doing at, here?" At some point, Genie Buss has got to go. You know what? I'm not going to keep salvaging at, our future for, for this. Situation.
3: And then we're going to wait around for Bronny to show up too. Is that is, at, Bronny? No way plays with the Lakers. No, I I don't see it, LeBron, because I can't see. 2 years from now. Do you know what I mean if I'm the Lakers, that yeah. I can't see this staying together especially if they don't win.
6: I I have seen Bronny play a, a few games. I, I I don't know if he's even going to be in the pros. I mean, I you know, somebody'll give him somebody'll get right right. There's There's no somebody no question will about give him a shot, but I'm with you, it's not a guarantee. But there are certainly a lot of better players out there right now than Bronny James. It's Unbelievable.
3: But, uh, yeah, LeBron James, belly aching, 38th birthday today. That's great. He's in great shape. He's scoring 30 points. The Lakers aren't winning, and he's not happy. But but who's to blame for this? I, I'm serious. LeBron James is the Dr. Frankenstein. He's created this monster, and now to be bummed out, and uh, I don't know how long in my mind, I, I don't know if I can yeah. keep playing and just playing and not have a chance to win a championship. Really? Like, like all the other players, do you think Allen – you're supposed to have a chance to win a championship every year you've been in a league. No, 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 no. no, no. Nobody play. who who who's played for that? Nobody. Michael Jordan went to the Wizards his last two years. They had no shot to
6: win a championship. Yeah. And you always have to factor in the unknown, which is injuries that happen. And if you're limited as a bench, you're in big trouble. It's definitely in big trouble. But, you know, LeBron does deserve a little bit of blame for this, but also the Lakers have to take their fair share of blame for this because they were primed and ready for a situation to watch a bunch of young guys come together and gel over the years, and they got impatient.
3: No, but the problem is once you get in bed with LeBron, it ain't about the future. It's about now. You can't have a, a 20-year veteran we're on a three-year three, three year plan, Allen. So it's either you're going with the young guys or you don't bring LeBron in because right. you already know what you're going to get. Exactly. So the Lakers become slaves to LeBron because they, like we brought him in and now we can't like not give him what he wants. But the only problem is they've done it so many times. How in the world can they do it again? And that's why they haven't pulled the trigger because yeah. I think they know at that this, there's no player out there that that's going to help them win a championship.
6: At this point on a 38-year-old individual, I'm not going to sacrifice my future by giving up some some top draft picks because I've done it too much in the past.
3: No doubt. Alright, I'll telephone number 877-99 on Fox. 877-996- 6369. And we want to hear from you. LeBron on his birthday is not happy. He should be happy schmappy, blowing out the candles and eating ice cream and cake. Instead he's mad at where the Lakers are. Who's to blame for this? Is it LeBron all the way, or is it the Lakers? We want to hear from you. 877-99 on Fox. It's a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Broussard. Stick and stay.
5: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
3: It's always
1: the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is the iCouple on a funky flashback Friday. Alan Lee's going back. He had on the bell-bottoms... Ah. And the white shoes and all that in the 70s.
6: Ooh, that's I don't know about that. All now. right, all right. You don't remember Although that? I did own a pair of bell bottoms you one did. time. I do remember that. Rob, didn't you get
3: your, uh, married in the 70s? Uh, no, I did not get married in the 70s. <laughs> My God, man. All right, it is The Odd Couple on a funky flashback Friday. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Rob Parker and Alan Lee in for Chris Bouchard. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. It is LeBron James' birthday, and he's bellyaching about the situation he's in. And I hate to break it to him, but he's the one who made this funky goulash. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. Who are you blaming? Is it LeBron or is it the Lakers?
6: All right, let's get to some calls, why don't we? Sean from Palmdale, you're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. What's your take, Sean?
9: Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me.
6: Yes, sir,
1: Sean.
9: Um, so I grew up a, a Laker fan, purple and gold, since the day I was born. Um, Huge Kobe guy, which which might make me a little biased in this whole conversation. <laughs> but in my opinion, uh, Jeannie Buss sold her soul to LeBron post-Kobe era to be relevant to put butts in the seats to get the lakers back on tv um and we had a good thing going with the draft picks guys were developing guys were gelling a little bit um it looked like there was some hope on the horizon and then what happens lebron comes in and you understand what happens at that point all the guys are going to get moved all those clutch sports buddies are going to come on the team and it's going to be a a whole blitz to try and win a championship within the first several years of the contract, and then after that, it's going to be a disaster.
3: Man, but, so you're giving him most of the blame, not the Lakers?
9: Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I, I call him the GM because the guy comes in and, and he, he basically calls the shots. The GM doesn't even have a job anymore. Um, all his buddies are coming in. Uh, I mean, it just he, he fills the roster with the guys he likes that are willing to come over there, and, and, and they run it with that team. But No doubt. Uh, all right, Sean, thank I you. Think,
3: Go ahead, man. We appreciate yep, right. it. Thank, Thank you, buddy. All yep. right.
6: Happy New Year to you, 877-99 Sean. 877-99 on Fox. All right. Richard from Wrightwood, California. You're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Which way are you leaning?
9: Okay. Let's start with I was introduced to basketball the first time I saw black and white TV, Lakers, Celtics, triple overtime, Jerry West, Elgin yeah. Baylor. Wow. All the way to the prison. Now let's go to the decision. It bothered me, and I didn't know why. And for years, I'm going, "What is about this that's bothered me?" And then I realized he's shoving this down our throats like some kid doing some prank, and he's showing his video on the world wide web. This guy has no brains in his head whatsoever. He's a he should play basketball and stop wearing the hat like. Kyrie Irving and KD—they're all copycatting him. All he's doing is ruining anything that he comes into. He has screwed the Lakers. He's gutted the Lakers, and he's complaining. I can't believe that that he's he's taking this stance. Like we're stupid.
3: All right, Richard, appreciate buddy, the call. Go home. Thank you, thank you, Richard. My goodness, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We're talking about LeBron is not happy about the direction. Of the Lakers, where they're going, and oh, uh, yes, it's his birthday. He should be blowing out candles. Yeah, Instead, yeah. he's spitting fire, and he's mad.
6: All right, let's go now to Brucio, and I hope I pronounced that name correctly, from Florida. You're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Happy New Year to you.
4: Thank you, brothers. Loyalist to The Odd Couple.
9: Chris Broussard, we're holding it down for you, brother. God bless. Right to your dad. No doubt.
6: No
3: doubt. Thank you for that.
9: Most deaf. Um, the LeBron, you made your bed sleep in it now. I'm curious though, Rob Parker. You yes. got the Masot for <laughs> Durand. You got the for fa-
3: float for Brady. What's what's LeBron's little okay, Rob so Parkerism? Okay, so so we got the masote is for Kevin Durant, the most sensitive of all time. Tom Brady's the loat, the luckiest of all time. And LeBron is the faux the finals failure of all time because he's lost more finals championships than any other former MVP. He's the fofo I think it should be the fo-goat, the fakest goat of all time. <laughs> the real number 23 played in Chicago. Y'all have a good night. God all better. right, you too. Happy New Year. Appreciate it. Eight
6: seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Andre from Massachusetts. You're listening to The Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Andre, go ahead. You got The, the floor is yours.
4: How are you doing? Thanks for taking the call. First and foremost, our uh, respect uh, to the Broussard uh, family. Yes. Uh, the odd couple, you know, just appreciate you Learn about uh, you over the years. So, Chris, your whole family, uh, just uh, thoughts, prayers, and respect. That's In very terms nice of you. Uh, yes, indeed. In terms of uh, LeBron, you know, this is clearly a burden uh, that he has to bear. All the other callers have said it, and it's based off of this. Listen, Magic Johnson was the GM when LeBron came into town, and he was adamant. Listen, we have these young pieces, Lonzo, Kuzma, B.I. Uh, we want you to play with them and grow together, and from early on, LeBron just put his foot down and said, no, we have that picture when they're all in the tunnel. Magic Johnson, LeBron goes there to stand with them, and Rob Palenka asserting himself and saying, listen, I'm going to impose my will. It's going to be my way. This is where everybody Else he said, here's the thing. Jeannie Buss has made it clear LeBron plays on our team. He she didn't even use his name. He plays on our team. She sent the signal loud and clear that you're gonna do things our way from here on out. What did LeBron do? He signed a two year extension because he wants to stay in LA because of what it does for his Q rating, right? That's why he wants to be there because of all of his other endeavors. But it's not changing in terms of if you're going to stay in L.A. and you want to do all these movie deals and you're very successful, you're going to have to do it the Lakers way. And that's what Genie has clearly established. This was uh, tectonic plates under the surface kind of going into uh, the off-season period. But what did LeBron do? You signed the extension. So guess what? This is what you're in for. LeBron is a master of playing the spin game and all these different narratives. Yes. But at the end of the day, it's not changing. They're not giving up those draft picks, and LeBron's going to have to be a team player in his last couple years if he wants to win a championship, right. or he can hit the road at their at their um, uh, for, for, for their uh, deal. All They're right, th- th-
6: thanks, Andre. Appreciate it. one more squeeze them in real quick. All right, Damon from New York, you listen to the Odd Couple on the Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Damon?
3: Hey, how you, how, how are you guys doing, doing tonight? Quick. Doing good. What's up? Uh, Hey,
6: man. I'm a long time Laker fan from back in the days when Kareem first got there, and I'm here to tell you I'm not happy at all and When I look at the fact that LeBron is getting upset at at the team that he has around him, it's his own fault. I mean, this guy came there, and we were with, and and as Laker fans, we want championships and I can see why management brought him in because of his championship, Caleb. You know the the way he approaches the game, but at the age that he he is,
5: and when he came, and now, you can't expect this
6: guy to give us a championship now.
3: Nah, thanks, Damon. Appreciate it. Uh, he just the time that boat that ship is sailed. Probably. Yeah, I yeah, mean, exactly. like like I Lebron scoring thirty points. They don't win, Allen. They. They lose more. They beat Orlando. What did they beat? The Magic. That was the right. one game that they beat, one on the road. They have another game tonight. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk with Ben Brown. He's a pro football focus. He's an analyst betting uh, for betting and, de- and data.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: it's
1: always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's welcome in our
3: next guest. He is Ben Brown from uh, Pro Football Focus. He's an analyst, betting and data Ben, welcome to The Odd Couple, and Happy New Year to you and yours.
10: Hey, guys. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on. Love love listening to The Odd Couple, so it's definitely a pleasure being on this show.
3: Man, thank you so much. Let's start uh, with the Cowboys and uh, what we saw from them last night. Uh, I know people, won wasn't pretty. They got the win. They didn't cover the spread. But anyway, uh, wh- what did you make of that win over a depleted – uh, Titans team? Yeah, I mean,
4: obviously
10: I would say the, the biggest takeaway um, is very much going to be, I would say, the news, or injury situation with Tyler Bedez. I think that, you know, specifically at the center position, if they're kind of forced to I would say, reshuffle a lot of the guys around in that offensive line. That is, I would, I would say, it's going to be very concerning, especially as they maybe need to match up against a team like the Samson the 49ers or even, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles later on. So the speed in which he's going to be available off of that high ankle sprain I think is definitely a big takeaway. But outside of that, you know, it, it's going to be the question for the Dallas Cowboys until it's actually answered, and that is, You know, with Dak Prescott, he obviously has a high interception rate. One of them definitely wasn't his fault last night. One of them definitely was. Like, can he be this franchise-type guy and actually allow them to beat some teams that maybe have a better talent level than what they have on the football field. I think that's going to be the question that we do end up getting answered here, um, you know, as they move forward in the NFC championship game. But I do think that, you know, solidifying the offensive line around him has to be, I would say, the main concern headed out of this Week 17 matchup.
3: Should Cowboy fans be worried or concerned about Tony Pollard's thigh?
10: I would say a little bit. I think that was more, you know, a a precautionary thing with holding him out. So I would expect him to probably be back in the fold in the first round of the wild card round, uh, you know, which very much is going to open up a lot of things for this offense. Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott provides some semblance of, you know, rushing production, kind of smash ball football, but Tony Pollard's been the guy that can can create separation both through the passing game and also break off a lot of these high chunk runs. And without him kind of in the fold, you know, they they turn into more of a methodical, you know, move the chains type offense. And I think they really need that big play capabilities because they don't really have it outside of C.D. Lamb at the wide receiver position, but thankfully I, I think his injury situation is going to break to the point where he is available for the first round of the wildcard round and should be fully rested once they end up getting there.
6: All right. Hey, Ben, stay in the same uh, division there. How much should the Philadelphia Eagles be worried about Jalen Hurts?
10: I think so. It does seem like give, you know, given the extent with which they can kind of rest him and still get the number one seed, like he should be back and healthy, but – after five weeks of, you know, a really long layoff, especially with some of these other guys playing, like the rhythm's not going to be there. They are in a lot of ways kind of restarting, especially if he's not getting in a ton of practice reps, you know, as we move towards them potentially getting that number one seed. So I think from like the rest perspective and the fact that it's very much is looking like he's going to be off for five plus weeks, like, that is very concerned mm-hmm. if they're going to have, uh, you, you know, a really tough divisional matchup against a team like the Dallas Cowboys or, or or maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I think you know from that angle, with the rest aspects and everything else, like it is concerning uh, and also really poor timing, and, and probably a reason why you know it th- could be the main reason why the Philadelphia Eagles don't end up getting to that NFC Championship game and don't end up representing the NFC uh, in, in the Super Bowl this year.
3: Our guest is Ben Brown from uh, Pro Football Focus. He's an analyst, uh, betting and data. And let me ask you, there's uh, stuff uh, floating around about uh, Tom Brady maybe going to New Orleans, right? Uh, And and I don't know if people have really been honest about what's happened in Tampa Bay this year, but has Tom – Not played well. I mean, don't the numbers bear it out that he has struggled and hasn't played well? I know people want to make excuses, the offensive line, this and that, and all these other things, but has he played well? He he
10: has definitely not been where Tom Brady has lived. I think we still have him as like you know a a top seven or eight uh, quarterback from a PFF grading perspective, but given the state of their roster, like you said, kind of given the situation with what they're dealing with because of the offensive line and the injury situation and the fact that they've kind of had to remake this offense to be really quick hitting with, you know, very much guys like Mike Evans are, are much better as downfield threats as opposed to kind of needing to win off the line of scrimmage and, and continuing to move methodical drives. Like, it has kind of completely changed this offense. And I think, you know, overall, they're just they're just not where they need to be part of that. Uh, you know, very much, I would say, sits on Tom Brady's shoulders and the fact that he is, you know, for all intents and purposes, uh, kind of a sitting duck in the in, in this pocket. Right. Uh, can't really make any moves whatsoever with his legs. And the game, you know, in itself, from an NFL perspective, is very much shifting in the other direction, right? So in some ways, you know, it, he's being replaced by a game that is becoming much quicker, which is forcing and needing a quarterback that is mobile and in the pocket. And when the, when he doesn't actually have that ability to buy some time they're forced to only have some of these quick type throws and that's very much stagnated the offense, you know, given what they have at the pass catching position. So, uh, you know, overall definitely bearish on the Buccaneers. I think, you know, even th- this week against Carolina, like uh, there's a lot of people I would say that want to see the, you know, the Carolina Panthers represent the NFC South and they might be a, a tougher out, uh, you know, given where they're currently at than what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have put forth.
6: Look ahead to this weekend, a huge game, Uh Highlighting two of the best quarterbacks in the league, uh, how do you see the Bills Bengals game ending up?
10: Yeah, I mean it's it's really tough to go against. I would say the, the freight train that is the <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals, especially offensively right now. Right, I think you know heading into the season, the Bills were very much the team that uh, you know the odds-on favorites to win the Super Bowl and all these other things, and the Bengals were kind of. It, it, in a lot of ways, you know, a really popular regression candidate because they got to the Super Bowl, but 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 kind of did it in, you know, not necessarily an unconventional fashion, but a way in which didn't seem to be all that predictive of future success. So th- the fact that they very much arrived, the fact that they weathered, you know, numerous injuries at the wide receiver position, they do have to figure out, you know, kind of what this remade offensive line looks like, looks like without Lyle Collins. But at the end of the day, they still have Joe Burrow and they have Joe Burrow on a rookie contract. And that's allowed them, I would say, to to, to build out the talent along the rest of the offense. And when they actually have that, uh, they very much, I would say, look like the best offense in football. So I like the Bengals at plus one. Uh, I also think, you know, the the total sitting at like 49 and a half or something like that, like there's, there's no part of me that thinks either one of these defenses is going to have a ton of success slowing down the offense. So, This game very much could come down to the last possession, but uh, I think we see a ton of points being scored in the process.
3: I agree with you, Ben, and I think Joe Burrow could wind up uh, maybe winning the MVP if he has a big game in this game and they have another game next week, right? If If he beats those two good teams and uh, plays well, he could wind up sneaking in and winning the MVP. Ben Brown, we appreciate your insight and your uh, comments here from uh, Pro Football Focus. He's an analyst. Uh, we appreciate you. Happy New Year, Ben.
10: Thank you, guys. Have a, have a great rest of your show. Happy New Year to both of you as well. All right, no appreciate doubt. It.
3: Appreciate it. No doubt. All right, coming up next. Sheckle City, Alan. I've been rolling a little bit. We'll do a little Sheckle City. That and much more. It is The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday. Rob Parker along with Alan Lee. Stick and stay for one of the last shows in 2022 in the U.S.
5: of A. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: I need baby oil. That's right. To bring in the new year, I guess, right? It is The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio on a funky flashback Friday, Rob I'm Parker, Alan Lee, filling in for Chris Broussard. We're coming to you live from the tire studios. And guess what, Alan Lee? It's time for Sheckle City. Uh oh. Welcome to Sheckle City, the
5: home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the Sprat.
3: Last night, I went 1-1-1, one, one, and one, and uh, man. Wow, you did number one. Uh, yeah, that was the Cowboys, that other one. I did a number one, not a number <laughs> two. That's uh, It could have been worse. <laughs> All right, tonight, here we go. Uh, NBA, I got three NBA games. So uh, we got the Suns. And remember, bet MGM, Allen, is a good way if you want to put some shekels down. But uh, I got the uh, Suns. Over the Raptors in Toronto. Also, I love the Hawks over the Lakers. The Lakers, of course, you know, <laughs> they won the other night and I, and then they lost. So they're going to be on a loser streak. And the last game, you know, I, I stopped betting on the Pistons because every time I bet on the Pistons, they win. But uh, And then the last game I picked is the Pelicans. The Pelicans are plus one Hosting the 76ers. Ooh. So there you go. I've got the Suns as a favorite, uh, the Hawks a favorite, and the Pelicans an underdog. I love all three. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet
6: on. Zion going up against uh, Embiid. That ought to be a good little matchup down be good, low. No doubt. Hey, hey, Allen, we got a, a story here that's
3: k- kind of crazy. So we want to. Uh, I want to talk to you about it. Uh, an announcer. How many times, Alan? How many years you you were on television? Uh,
6: that's a good question. More than twenty years, right?
3: And uh, radio. You've done everything in broadcasting. But why do these guys keep doing the same thing, which is putting their foot in their mouth? So here's a guy, North Carolina State announcer Gary Hahn, is suspended. Indefinitely for offensive comment about immigrants. Are you ready for this? Go okay, ahead. so he does NC State football and men's basketball. He's the play-by-play guy. So it wasn't even about the game that he was doing. He's given a score of another game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the game. It's not won. even the game he's doing. Okay, so this is per the <laughs> report from the uh, News and Observer. Hahn was announcing the score of the Sun Bowl during the broadcast of Duke's Mayo Bowl between Maryland and NC State. When he said, quote, Amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. Why, Alan? <laughs> Why would you bring up illegal aliens? I know. You,
6: you know you're it, trying to be
3: cute giving an out-of-town score?
6: Right. It's some things. I know in your head it may sound funny and it's cute, but there's got to be a filter there to realize what you're saying and it's not just, you know, your boys sitting around. Hey, is Steve DeSegre there?
3: Is he Is he Steve? Yep. Steve, you've been doing this for a long time. How many guys got to lose their gigs by doing this? Did you hear what I just said? The, that the sounds comments?
7: like a comment of somebody who's had the same gig for 30 years.
3: Am I right? Yeah. yeah. You get comfortable. You get And you think that you're making it. jokes yeah. about illegal aliens to give an update,
7: to give a score update? Now, I appreciate that that story was mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast by CBS, and it was treated with the seriousness it deserves. Oh, this, is that right? Yes. Yes. And in part, it affected the bowl because apparently the convention center that they wanted to use as a media base during the week is now being used for other things because of that border crisis. So it was dealt with. It is a story in the town, but the way it was dealt with here is just right. Slip he's shot. Ma- he's making light of this whole
3: situation, and to give a score to make fun of it. Yeah, just read the score. Yeah, and then, unbelievable. And so there you go. The so that I, I don't know. Doing, though. That's I, I, you know. There's
7: no other towns with games that have scores that also have <laughs> right. you, how when does this stop? <laughs>
3: right. right. You would be able to do that uh, a lot. You would be able to do it a lot. I don't It's just mind boggling and uh it happens over and over. Guys have seen other guys lose their gigs oh, yes. and I don't know how many times it's got to happen before a guy can realize stop being cute stop trying to be yeah. funny on serious issues
7: so so you're saying this is not cancel culture it's on him that he shouldn't have said this
3: right it's not cancel culture you know because you shouldn't you shouldn't be making light of these circumstances all i'm saying is steve that you can say whatever you want but there are also consequences. consequences. That's all I'm saying. And and you know, whenever people talk about cancel culture, go look at Anita Bryant when she lost her gig with Tropicana Orange Juice. You know when mm-hmm. that happened mm-hmm. in the '70s. So when people, right? Because they were like, we don't want people to stop buying our orange juice. They're in business. Right. That's the that's the bottom line. So anyway. There's a story. He's uh, suspended indefinitely. We'll see what happens uh, moving forward. Thanks, Steve, for chiming in. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. Coming up, uh, our number two, the Cowboys. They won, but it was fugly. What do you make of it? And what uh, can they win a championship playing like this? Stick and stay.
2: Especially if
7: you're a Dallas Cowboy fan.